0: February the 12th, the weekend of February the 12th, Brother Brad and Sister Jenna Davis are going to be here for both services, and I know you're going to enjoy their ministry very, very much. Okay, we're going to sing a couple of courses here to get warmed up for the service. Mm -hmm. Eileen! you're gonna see me through and to supply my you're gonna see me through and to supply and strength, my refuge in time of trouble, trouble, God is my refuge and strength, my refuge in time of trouble, God is my refuge and strength. strength.
1: right in his face. He's looking down at us right now. Father, we are happy to be in your house. We are thankful for the house that we have dedicated to your name, to your spirit. And I'm looking up because I know that our world needs a God that is never changing and yet always changing. And I'm praying that you absolutely bathe us with your glory. In your house tonight. Praise God. And uh, while you're standing, let's uh, pray for our nation. They are depending on the kingdom of God. They don't know that. That's what's the sad story. They keep digging into the wells of humanity and thought patterns of life here. But we have found the oasis that comes from above. Springs of living water used to be a song we sang a lot because we talked about that flow of his glory. And so tonight, what a genuine joy it is to share heartbeats. Why don't you just turn around and look at a brother or sister? Sometimes that can strengthen you just as well. Just a, a little friendly smile going out. It, it, it's always good to just see all of you. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons God wants us to get together. It just strengthens us. The ushers are coming, racing to the front with offering plates. Trying to relieve you of that old nasty green stuff. But God likes it and so we we work with what he has.
0: It's joy
1: amazing thing how many people feel like God's given up on them? but thankfully we are here because we know that he is the joy the righteousness and the peace that is needed and he has not withdrawn his spirit and so they that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved and we understand that salvation is of the Lord. And I I cannot encourage us enough to be ready to give a good answer for the hope that lieth within us. It, It is a sad epitaph when we have lingered in his presence, adopted his word for the government of our life And then we cannot explain to them the trail that leads to where we are headed. And that's why we have preachers, a pastor, apostles, prophets, evangelists, for the perfecting of the saints. And as long as you're here, as long as we're here, we need it because there's a lot of catcalls going on out there in the religious systems and if you're not careful you get hung up and stopped by one of those wells and never finish the journey it's important to grow in grace you can't be the same yesterday today and forever unless you have finished that course growing is changing, and I—I I actually uh, brought. Uh, I've got it on my phone. I'm not going to read it tonight, but uh, just uh, amazing what all God has got planned, and uh, how many changes we've made. How many of you can remember that uh, years ago, uh, no? apostolic person had a TV in their home well, don't go so quiet on me I, I see some of you that used to not have a television we have made so many changes how many of you remember that when we were young children we didn't get to go to ball games Brother Dickie, you remember any of those days? Even the Church of God. Didn't go to ball games. How many of you go now? Don't raise your hands. We have changed so many things since I was a young boy. We couldn't go skating. Couldn't go ice skating. We couldn't do any of that stuff. So we found out that disciplines were the critical issue, not so much trying to create a doctrine. And so when you study the Bible, you realize the difference between a doctrine and a discipline. And I am seeing people try to make a doctrine out of a discipline that has long since been gone. So they that know their God shall be strong. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things tonight that uh, are imperatives. And uh, one of the things that are imperative is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. And he absolutely capitalizes, puts it in font big enough for anybody to see that anybody that fails to do that is out of his courtroom of freedom. It's huge. And so we do not have the privilege of changing the principles of God. Ladies, uh, the color of the dress, actually, I was sort of looking around there and I I saw a little bit of color here tonight that you, you just didn't do that. It's amazing the things that we have changed in. How many of you can remember wanting to go roller skating? Man, I don't know who fell out of the wagon right then, but... See, we've got to understand that God changed. And yet God said he never changes. Hello, I just don't want you falling off here early in the show. It is huge that we make a real target of the principles of the faith. The two laws upon which hang all the law and the prophets are the principal issue. And that is love the Lord thy God with all. And I'm hearing people say, I love this and I love that and I love this and I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, it only took one level of changing relationship with God to get dismissed from the Eden. I refuse to take God's money for such a great crowd as this and then not do what God said. He said, preach the word, exhort, rebuke. Those are not like, oh well, we would uh, we would prefer to do it this way. No, no no. A pastor don't have, I mean a pastor that fears the Lord and loves the sheep, is not going to omit the necessities that God inscribes. See, you used to not ever get to go to a ball game if you was part of this church in the 50s and 60s. I know the Kilgore thing. And then Brother Dehart went over to Dallas and he got mowed to the ground for making a few changes. And yet he's the one that made the, one of the greatest discoveries about light, disciplined life. And I've used it three times since I've been here in the four, almost 40 years. And, and it, I'll tell it to you again because it had such an impact on me. And that was the little girl that was walking up to a, a, a man and a son that were flying a kite. And the little girl stopped and looked. And finally she said to the man and the son, Why don't you turn that string loose and let that kite go high? And the dad said, Well, sweetheart, that wouldn't work. She said, Yes, it would work. He said, no, darling, let me tell you. The thing that's holding it down is what's holding it up. The disciplines in life remind you and create a tension on how high you can really fly in the Holy Ghost when you... He said it this way. Jesus was a little more firm. He said, you can't be my disciple unless you crucify your flesh. Because he said, the lust of the flesh war against the spirit. And the thing that's holding us down is what's holding us up. And that is, we crucify the flesh And it becomes a past. And then the glory of the Lord escalates us into the dimension of true holiness and righteousness and kingdom life until nothing can reach us in the heavenly places that we live mentally, physically, and spiritually. That doesn't mean we're not going to continue to discipline this flesh. We are. But we're not going to try to hide what's happening behind some cloak of self-righteous it don't work it will not work and we've got to come to grips with the realization that God made a lot of changes okay oh we didn't get it oh we did get it okay I, I just want to put a little bit this up there because I There's no way I can finish all of this. And and I would like for you to, after the church service tonight, please don't go to the restroom right now and get a copy of it. But you got those? Those sheets? Yeah. I I want you to have access to that. And if you will, go back there with those. So if anybody wants them. uh, Because I, I want you to be able to share and I purposefully said not till after church. That's okay. Let's go ahead and read then. Let's get it over with. I want you to be able to study and think and pray about so much of the stuff that's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, our kids and our neighbors are being torpedoed with all kind of Christ-like concepts. And we can't afford to not walk on the straight and the narrow path. Straight is the way and narrow is the gate that leads to life eternal. We've tried a lot of things that didn't work. That's okay. God's not going to punish us for that unless we get self-righteous and get filled with the pride of life and say, Oh, well, if they would do like we do, they could have the joy we have and we're mad as a hornet. (laughs) Do y'all want real or do you just want some synthetic stuff? Because there's a lot of preachers that have a whole lot of synthetic stuff but it don't have the blood in it and it don't have the doctrine that is going to create the freedom that we need. So I'm not willing. How close is the second coming of the Lord of glory? Somebody say in an hour you think not. So that is where we are headed so very quickly because you are neither cold or hot I'm going to spew you out. It's a sad thing when the world can't tell that we are different. I said it's a sad day when the church claims to be the church and the religious system don't treat the church like it ought to. I'm not trying to blend in, but I do appreciate everything that anybody has preached. Let me tell you where most of the apostolic preachers got their education the Reformation. Starting in the 1500s, and they still study the books of Spurgeon and others that that wrote some great things about the Word of God. Most of our Bible colleges still herald the works of the Wesley brothers. Matter of fact, I was shocked when I moved to Ohio years ago and the Wesleyan Methodist Church above us, and we had good standards, but the Wesleyan Methodist Church, the ladies wore their dress all the way to their ankles and they never wore anything tight in their chest. But that didn't put them in heaven. And it didn't make them holy. They didn't, they refused to talk in tongues. They refused. I'm not going to annihilate people because they have missed the mark on some things, and God says it very clearly. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so until the day we get our new redeemed body, there is going to be a shortness and somebody's going to have to preach and keep a faith alive in spite of all the negligible things that are going on and all of the lack of joy and the lack of peace and the lack of righteousness. Somebody's going to have to keep, uh, let's go, let's go let's go, let's go, let's worship let's praise him, that's what he likes I'm telling you it ought not to ever be a situation when we come to the house of God that we don't have our praise ready God I've been thinking about you today I've been thinking about how good you've been to my kids, I've been thinking about how good you have been to give me a good job, we ought not to have to sing a fast song and get it revved up, we come to his house to give him the honor for breathing his air and having his wisdom and having his glory and having access to all of his purity. It ought to be easy to praise him with a dance. It ought to be easy to praise him with a clapping of hands. If that's what he wants, that's what he ought to get from his bride. That's what he loves. How much does he have to give us until we just jump up and down and say God, you've been everything I needed. God, you've offered me everything I've ever wanted I wish some of you just go ahead and practice it right now I'm telling you why don't we stand all over the building we stand for much less valuable things it's time to praise you Jesus we came to your house to hear from your word to know your voice to strengthen ourselves. we are here because of you Hallelujah. I wish you'd just turn around and smile at one of your brothers and sisters. You don't know what they're going through. You have no clue what they've been living with. I'm telling you, there's a people here tonight that God is about to break every shackle. He's about to break every heart thing that's broken your heart. He's about to give you the perfect law of liberty where you're going to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. I'm telling you, revival is knocking on the door. Wednesday nights ought to be one of the most exciting times to talk about Jesus. I stand to see so many people that are looking but because you are neither cold or hot I will spew you out of my mouth. Clean cannot stand unclean. He calls it lukewarm when holy can embrace Ungodliness in the worship field out there of sports and all the other gold that's been showing up as what we call trophies or a little special something. How special does it have to be to be called the holy children of God? Children that love him and actually go overboard instead of, you're not gonna make me do that and you're not going to make me live like that and I'll do what I want to do that's the will of flesh I'm going to announce it like it is it's the will of flesh when it gets to that level when you come into the courts of the king you bow down and say oh king of kings and lord of lords I am of nothing but a vagrant I had nothing going for me I was born in sin shaping in iniquity I was filled with the lust of the flesh the pride of life and the lust of the world and then you reached down with your blood and you reached down with the Holy Ghost and fire and you started dragging me out of the world and I'm not going to quit letting you lead me let your spirit let your word lead and guide me and my family don't give me a preacher that won't preach a straight doctrine and preach it deep. Give me somebody that will teach me the way of the Lord, the power of righteousness and the glory of the kingdom. I wish some of you men would stand up and praise Him. He's working on all of us men. We ought to praise Him tonight because He has called us men to lead our homes. Come on, let's don't be short-winded. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody say clean. Can't stand unclean. When a preacher has to try to force people to love their neighbor and to love the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, they've all already lost the nativity of trying to dress godly. Those two, he said, upon those two hang all the law and the prophets. Ladies and gentlemen, it's way too, time, too late in time for us to be fighting the king that has the keys to the kingdom. And your faith will unlock the doors. I will release the powers of darkness. Jesus wants us to know. I don't want any show of hands at all. But I want to let you look at yourself. How long has it been since you spent time on your knees travailing in the Holy Ghost? For revival in Paris, Texas and Lamar County. You want to talk about holy? That's holiness. When you have joined him in his championship desire. He put his naked body on the cross and shamed the world with holiness that day. But he was clothed with righteousness and peace and joy. And when that blood flowed, you hear it you hear it when that blood flowed it's what gave you the chance you have right now and the blood of Jesus shall cleanse us from all iniquity and all of our sins I don't care what your history is little harlot lady in the Bible you found the Messiah you found holiness you found godliness you found righteousness you found peace But you didn't get it because of the way you dressed. You dressed the way you ought to after you get what you got that you're so thrilled about. You don't want the world to have any idea that you're trying to join back with the world. I love you, Jesus. Ought to be the epitaph every morning. It ought to be the thing that causes us to rise up and support our children and our families and our city and our church family. Preaching today has limited power over sin. The lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life are robbing our families. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm telling you, you're going to live forever somewhere. And I have been watching the satanic influence of... How many of you have ever read a scripture? Love not the world, neither the things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's straight out of the book. And now I'm hearing kids have to listen to dads. Boy, I love my car. I love our house. I love this and I love that. How much did it take for Adam and Eve to get kicked out of that family center? He made the command very clear. Love not the world, neither the things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's why you see 1 Corinthians 12 is the government of the church. 1 Corinthians 13, he closes first 1 Corinthians 12 out with this statement. Yet I show you a more excellent way. There's people nowadays in many churches that I have... Had 17 years that I worked with the leaders of churches and uh, on the district board of the Texas district. And I'm telling you, you cannot imagine the stuff that drove me to my knees uh, in all the paradigms uh, of all kind of ungodly activities. Uh, People that look like they ought to have Christ in command of their life. And they couldn't get along. And we presbyters had to go in and help change things, and and then help get preachers out of a position because they did not love their people. It's a mess. And so what I'm trying to tell you tonight is we've got to turn our attention to holy and the clean will not stand the unclean. And you won't want to dress like some harlot. And you won't want to impress the harlots. And you won't want to impress the whoremongers. And you won't want to impress them with your style of living. And your vocabulary that rings with with all kind of... Uh, pride of life. No, friend, I'm telling you what's going to do it. It's going to do a Messiah thing. It's where he laid down his life uh, and said, Let me tell you what, folks, uh, I'll give my life for this thing. I didn't come here to try to dominate anything. I came to give my life to him, and the life he's now given me is unbelievable. He said, It is a joy unspeakable and full of glory, and no devil can have my glory. I'm telling you, I glory in the Christ. I glory in the Word. I glory in His victory. I glory in His family. I glory in the cross. Ladies and gentlemen, it's what got the door open that we could do through the cross. Walk into the kingdom life. Preaching today has very limited power over sin. And so preachers now are trying to create a new law. You go into hell if you smoke a cigarette. You go into hell if you do this. Man, nobody wants to go to hell. So they could do. When that should be a discipline that should be taught. But when you override the work of the Spirit, you have Phariseeism. That's why he came to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those people that were religion. And guess what religion did? Killed him. And guess what religion's doing now? Killing the spirit of the church. It don't kill him again because he's already crucified and rose again and he's too far up yonder for anybody to get to him. But nowadays, they kill somebody. I'll tell you one thing. If you don't quit smoking, you're going straight to hell. And then they go to a cafe full of smoke. Please don't act like you had never done that. Fixing a rat oh. ra- uh, through every graveyard, and gonna find the people that died in the faith, and they love. Looked- Soul, mind, and strength that they're not going, and they love their neighbor as themselves. Are they not going? Because he said, "Upon these two hang all the law and the prophets." If we don't learn how to love our neighbor and do whatever we got to do to reach them, we are not fulfilling the Great Commission. Go ye into all the world, teaching them, preaching to them, and telling them about the wonders of Christ. Get your testimony renewed. Get your testimony up, uh, updated, and let's move forward. In this nightmarish generation, let's show our kids the great and the wonderful Messiah who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to. though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and I don't have a love for that world I am a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal we gotta learn to love the world and not love the things in the world I'm telling you it's time for us to understand God don't mind you going fishing He don't mind you going hunting He don't mind you over overdoing the speed limit every now and then But he's got some guys out there that'll give you a ticket, make you wish you wouldn't. Have. So the law's still in place. You're going to pay the price either way. Because that little guy, you know, that I told you about so many times on, off, on, off. God, the creator of heaven and earth to believe in God is to what? And so when we don't obey those two main main things all the rest of our stuff is jaded. It's contaminated. That's why he said one dead fly in the ointment of the apothecary. The apothecary In the temple or the tabernacle, either one was the one that mixed up the worship... And God inhabits the praise of His people that offer up sweet-smelling incense. That means no sinful hands that have reached out to to contaminate and damn people. And no sweet-smelling power is going to come to those who have a double-tongued attitude and have a lamentation or complaining spirit and all of that stuff that's listed in the Bible that we try to override and do a lot of other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified and if we don't crucify our flesh, we don't have a key to the door that's going to open up the grave and get us into that parliamentary law of the glory of the Lord that shall never change. I'm here to preach to you that Jesus loves you and you have the option to love him back he gave his life will we give our life he gave his whole self will we give our whole self you can't just give a part to him and get all of him it's got to be sacrifice it's got to be praise from the heart it's got to be dedication and obedience to the word and that word and that Holy Spirit are going to agree and they're going to take you through the turmoil of not only what has happened but what is coming, the Antichrist I wish somebody praised praise him with everything you've got he's looking for you all day long to bring a sacrifice of praise, when you feel like praise and that's not it, it's when you praise him regardless Obedience has always been better than sacrifice. Now I want you to look at God. God, having found fault with the law, who created the law? So I'd like for some of you men to stand up and tell us what the deal was. I've only mentioned it about 15 times. See, you say, Pastor, you're being ruthless. No, I'm loving you to death right now. That's what my dad used to tell me that's going to hurt me worse than it hurt you. I knew he was lying. God having found fault with the law, what was the fault? I've tried to mention it at least in the last year, four times that I know, and that is the. Let's pass on that just for a minute. I don't want to get off on another trail. I'm off on three right now. God having found fault with the law was very simple. Let's move forward real quickly. Following Jesus is far from knowing about him and doing a little of his will. They that know their God Knowing God is knowing that He reads your heart more than you can imagine. And so he says, an evil heart, one that is double yoked, will never get it done. And so he says this. Now, watch this now. Straight out of your Bible. It was in my lesson Sunday. Cleanse your heart and not your hands. I mean, he says it just like that. Cleanse your heart and not your hands. We've majored on trying to cleanse hands. When you see... You see a brother limping, or not able to perform godly action. You don't make fun of well, so him. Right? No. Tell you what a brother does. Brother finds his way to his house, not the neighbor's house, and tells him, "I guess old Mike, he must be, he must be about to backslide." I tell you, I've been watching him lately. He hasn't been worshiping much. Been limping, coming in late, not being in the prayer room and all that stuff. I guess we ought to just, uh, let's, let's ban old brother Mike, what do you think? No. He said, "Bear you want another's burdens? If you see a brother falling away, you don't tell your neighbor. And I guess old Mike's really lost his faith. Then you start doubling up the work of the hell. No. You go to him in the spirit of meekness and fear. And you say, Brother Mike, man, I'm telling you, I can remember days in my life when I was struggling. And I'm telling you, Brother Mike, I know exactly what you're probably going through, but I want to brother up with you. I want you to know I'm going to pray with you, and I'm going to brother up with you. And if you need somebody to lean on, lean on me, Lord. Then, after a while, first thing you know, he's not limping anymore. He got strength in his heart. And your heart pumps the right blood. And your heart goes to the lymph glands and starts bringing out the purity of life and starts feeding the blood system. And all of a sudden, it's joy unspeakable. You got over it, humbubba. You, you, you went through it, but I'm going to tell you, your church family is going to go with it. We're not going to let you struggle by yourself. This church is going to hit that prayer room. This church is going to come in worshiping. We're going to stir up the gift. We're not going to have lazy church. We're going to crystallize the glory of the Christ. We're going to launch a standard of worship not because the music's what I want to hear it's because the God of heaven's looking down and it's worship time and that never ought to be that our singers have to try to get us revved up we ought to come through that door understanding one thing I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb I've been changed by the power of the Holy Ghost I've been invited to live at the lamb's supper marriage supper of the lamb I don't have to have anybody talk up anything for me I came in here because. Because Jesus is looking. And he's looking for a place to show himself strong. And when he shows himself strong, guess what's going to happen? Our light is going to be so bright. And the salt is going to be so salty that everybody that touches us uh, is going to feel the purity of the Holy Spirit working in our life. Note John 15, 25. But this cometh to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Wow. You know why? Because light shows up dark spots in our heart. The word will illuminate the dark spot in our heart. The Spirit will heal it. The Spirit is still the power of God unto salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have time to just go to the house of God. We've got to pray that the God of the house will be alive when our kids get there and that they see how we treat each other in the house and how we suffer ourselves to be defrauded in our house. And when we have been defrauded by the world, we don't come home and bring all that trash into our house and let the kids hear us talking and lamenting and complaining. He said complaining is a doubt. It's not a faith. We've got to cleanse our hearts. If we want the revival that God is wanting us to have, we've got to let brotherly love continue. And that is go to somebody and say, man, I've been able to, I've been watching you a little bit and you you mean a lot to me. And I'm here to tell you it makes a difference when I see you just barely going through the service and you just have a hard time really getting with the church spirit and you have a hard time lingering to pray with the people that need to be prayed with but but let me tell you what man let me tell you I used to be that way come on buddy let's go let's go we're going to have revival we're going to get in that prayer room and we're going to pray until angels are ascending and descending and when we walk into the chapel where the the backsliders are and the lack of worshiping is and they see us dancing not because the music is revved up but because we know he's looking on And he's going to bless us according to the sacrifice of our praise. That's what the book said. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not praising the preacher. We're not praising the people. We're praising the blood. We're praising the name. We're praising the opportunity. We're praising the victory that the door is open. And whosoever will can watch him march in and find bread and wine. You also bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Again, he found fault with the law. So what was the lo- the fault? So simple that nobody can miss it. You know, I like you. Anybody in here like Tammy, Sister Tammy? You tell Brother Todd, you helped me preach tonight. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get it done.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, has anybody ever seen her worship? Do you remember at camp meeting year before last that the preacher on the pulpit. Noticed you? Uh, yes, yes. Huh? Yes, I do. do you remember how you were doing it? Right over here on the yeah. side. And the preacher was at camp meeting. Paris was represented well. I couldn't wait to tell everybody. She goes to our church. <laughs> She's one of us. Sort of praise God here. Like you do. I, love I feel the glory in this house right now. I'm telling you there's a glory cloud hanging over this place that's going to erase all of your frustrations if you'll let it go ahead keep going sister all of a sudden uh, that, all of a sudden the pulpit offered it from the pulpit made the whole crowd of 2500 look over to one of your little sisters that hadn't been around here long enough to get stale hadn't long, hadn't been around long enough to get stagnant it wasn't low old to her it was fresh and that preacher said this lady has not ceased and I got to thinking that come out of the Bible she has not ceased to praise me all day long and that's why the peace of God and the glory of God she hadn't got all the consolation yet that we were, were going to offer her but I'm telling you it's still joy unspeakable and full of glory I'm telling you you're about to move into a new dimension in God don't resent the change let God do the rest of what he started, don't let it tame now, don't get carnal don't let it chop you, rob you I'm telling you, praise him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind with all of your might I'm seeing people that will come to the house of God and won't make as much noise at the house of God as they do their own house about a ball player That's why we used to preach against that stuff. And if we have to go back to it, I'm not beyond it. Anything that robs him of his glory, he hates. I said he hates it. That's what his word says. He said, no man can glory in any other thing and expect my miraculous discoveries for them. No man can glory in the flesh and find the oasis of a river that never runs dry. He said, let me tell you one thing. I am the Lord and I change not. But in we see Him create the Old Testament. He's the one that did that. What do you mean you don't change? I'm going to tell you what he he means. He will change everything. God, the righteous judge, God, the only wise God, God became sin. That's what your Bible said. He became sin, who knew no sin, that the righteousness of God could be made manifest in a body of sin. So don't tell me that being godly and disciplined in your flesh is too hard to do. If you can't love your neighbor as God loved you, you need to get back to the altar and renew your spirit. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. But for those that died outside the faith, they are not going to have a chance to change then. You can change anything today. You can become anything you want to in Christ Jesus today. There is no weapon formed against you that can prosper and hold you out. You can leap over a troop and jump over a wall. You can climb through and go through anything that hell can offer you because Jesus did it. And he said, I'm going to give you my spirit. I'm not going to give you another spirit. I'm not going to give you a false spirit. I'm going to... I am with you now but I'm going to climb in and when you get baptized in my name you are covered by my blood and when you get the Holy Ghost talking in a heavenly language you're going to be able to converse with the angels and you're going to be able to converse with the wisdom of God and you're going to be able to inherit all the things that go along with the promises of God but when you're not receiving the promises of God somewhere you're standing on the bloodline It's impossible for God to fail. The fault he found with the law was very simple. They didn't have a spirit that agreed with the law. They were still in their flesh. They could not agree with the law because the law was too impeccably holy for an unholy man to penetrate its depths you don't have to study long and hard to understand that because the word itself was holy and that's why you get to the truth and God has really dealt with me and we're going to be hitting it all year long so get ready he the spirit of truth when he comes will lead and guide us Through this last escapade of the Antichrist. You don't want to miss that. I said you don't want to miss it. The fault with the law was they didn't have the power to live it. But God, having created a better way of putting power in us. So we don't have to come as groupies. You can have individual freedom. And your whole family be living in darkness. But if you live in the light and walk in the light eventually a dark night's going to come so dark that the spirit of truth which is Jesus Christ the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth Jesus Christ the light of the world the redeemer of the world the forgiveness of the world is in his name and in his blood and the spirit that was in him was conceived by the God of glory and Mary a virgin was with child ladies and Gentlemen, that ought to be enough to rock anybody's boat. If we really believe that, we believe that the Holy Ghost in you is the hope of glory. That the Word of God with you is the path to walk and live in. I'm talking to you tonight because you love something about Him. And He's inviting you into the inner chamber. There's seven dimensions of that tabernacle plan. First of all, you got to believe in it to even start with a sacrifice. The brazen altar. Then the laver of water. And then on the, when you go through the door, a symbol of his flesh. You go through the door and over on your right is the table of showbread or the candlesticks. And then on the opposite side is the candlesticks. The light from the candles showed on the word. That's why he said there, there's been no real change. The only change is I moved it from the law to the spirit. And so then you go to the altar of incense. Anybody got any worship for Jesus? I want you to, you, you're right now at the edge of the incense. Anybody got any worship right now? Stand up and just praise him with a loud voice. I'm sorry some of you can't be here tonight, but I'm telling you there's a revival busting loose. Hell is on the run. And the glory of God is covering the earth right now in Lamar County in Paris. Now watch what happened in the day of the tabernacle. Thank you for worshiping him. That tabernacle plan was the image of the Messiah in its Law state. But when you got. To that altar of incense. That's where you offered praise. I want you to see where it is in that, in that tabernacle. Or the Solomon's temple. Either one. You got to the altar of incense. And there you begin to praise him. And guess what happened. Mercy. Was that big curtain. That embroidered curtain that held people just almost into the holiest of holies where you become one with the entire tabernacle plan. And when you get to that altar of incense and you've offered repentance at the brazen altar and then you've gotten a little bit of bread from the table of showbread and you've gotten a little bit of light from the glory of the Lord and then you get to that table halabahanda where the last of worship you begin to worship God with all of your heart, soul, mind and strength because it's a sacrifice of praise at that point. It is where the apothecarian went out into the woods and he dug around in the root systems of certain trees and he brought the juice out of the root. Somebody say the root. Somebody say the root and the offspring of David. I'm here to tell you the root system is where you get your strength to offer the sacrifice of praise. And when he offered the sacrifice of praise, the priest went right back into the mercy seat And there the mercy of the lamb The mercy of the lion The mercy of glory The mercy of getting rid of your history I'm telling you it was all under there And God said I'm going to do the same thing But I'm going to do it in spirit I'm going to have a kingdom That is joy, righteousness and peace In the Holy Ghost And when you walked out of that, uh, uh, that inner chamber Where the Shekinah glory of God came down That's how services are supposed to be we come in the door and we offer the sacrifice of praise and while the church service is going on the Shekinah glory of God comes down whether there's preaching or no preaching and I'm telling you the glory of Shekinah baptizes the congregation and I can't tell you when the people of God worship like they did in that tabernacle the glory and the smoke and the fire all came it's huge It's not dead. I will always thank my bishop for teaching me that tabernacle plan. Even though he did prophesy that God was coming in 77, I forgive him. I got a paper in my portfolio from my bishop at college. He said, the rapture will take place in 1977. Or we hadn't heard about it. So, whether there be prophecies, they shall cease. Whether there be pro- prophecies, they shall vanish away. But there's one thing that won't vanish, and that's the mercy of God that's the love of God and the jealousy of God thou shalt have no other God before me and if you put your excitement in the things of the world you have missed the boat if you're not more excited about God you're already on dangerous ground of being judged, don't you ever get to love in the world and let your flesh reach out for more of the world than you do for more of God the reason they lost the favor of God was because they became hungry and sad that they belong to a local assembly and they thought that being a member of the local assembly was going to get them into heaven. There's only one thing that's going to get you into heaven and that's the Holy Ghost and fire and brother let me tell you, you don't want to be hindered by any fleshy idea I'm going to preach holiness, I'm going to preach righteousness but I'm not going to try to put you in a false garment I am going to clean up the heart, the head and the hands and we are going to move forward in the Holy Ghost and I'm telling you we're going to shake this generation until they will look at us and abhor us or join us they are going to make fun of you the Bible said but greater is he that is in you I'm telling you there's a revival busting loose in this house would there be anybody that would stand and entertain it praise him with a loud voice He said, praise him with a loud voice. Let your children hear you praising him in your house. Let your wife hear you praising him in your house. Uh, You're not being uh, proudful. You are being honorable. Musicians, would you come? Our sister musician—it's <laughs> not plural than that. You can be seated just for another minute. For if that first covenant had been faultless, somebody said he found a fault with it. Could I tell you there was no fault in what he wrote? the fault was simply and he tells it in the Bible they couldn't do it just wasn't in them. going through the ritual of the tabernacle only sent that stuff somewhere out yonder and we can try to force people to dress the way they ought to dress and talk the way they ought to talk but until the spirit leads and guides them and so, thus, we told people years ago they were holy if they dressed this way and that way, and they still gossiped. They were still fault finders. They were still backbiters. All of the sins of the flesh were found in them, and our kids can read better than we think they can. They hear conversations, but they feel the spirit of it. But when they hear mama praying and travailing and not talking bad about anybody in the church and I guess they're backsliding and I guess they're doing this and I just saw sister so-and-so, honey, and you're not going to believe it, she must be backslid. And well, did you go to her house and tell her? Wrap your arm around her? That's what Jesus did for us. He came to us. He found fault with the law. He came to us. And He said, I am with you now, but I'm about to get inside you. I'm going to get in your heart. I'm going to get in your head. I'm going to get in your hands. And when you feel and strength and power, you're going to understand why the Spirit of truth was the power source that the world needed and that's when Jesus came somebody say the spirit of truth we're going to herald that all year long this coming year. We're not letting up. I'm telling you, He, the Spirit of truth, when He comes, will manifest Himself. You won't have to have somebody revving you up. You'll be praying in that altar area. You'll be travailing over the lost. You'll be worshiping over the King. And you will find that this church house is going to become a true temple of fire and glory and glory. And wisdom and knowledge and victory. And you're going to find out your victory's going to rise along with it. I'm telling you, the devil is a liar and your flesh will lie. But the blood don't lie and the word don't lie. And the name of Jesus is still the name of the king. If you feel disposed to do it while they sing... I wish you'd just come down to the front for about two or three minutes and pour your soul out. Pray for your preacher. I left the scarlet thread up here because I want us to remember the blood is always in place. The blood will never lose its power. The blood, the name of Jesus brings the blood. So don't Play with the name. If you're gonna praise him, do it with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Because he hates a hypocrite. Sing it with your sweetheart.
0: Oh, victory,
1: Jesus may come my morning.
0: Victory shall be mine. I know oh, fear. If you're victory in your house, you ought to find
1: a place to kneel and pray right now.
0: If I hold my peace And let the Lord fight my battles If I hold my peace And let the Lord fight my battles Victory, victory shall be
1: mine oh, Sing it victory victory, victory, victory shall be mine Get a tight fist on it
0: get it in our heart victory
1: Victory. Jesus is our victory the Holy Ghost is Christ in you it's not about talking in tongues only it's about Christ in me hope
0: I let the Lord fight my battle oh Lamb of God thank you Now,
1: would you spend one minute with somebody close? Just put your hands on them. You don't have to breathe on them. But we need to pray one for another. That book says, pray ye one for another. Plead the blood over them. Pray the victory of the word over them.
0: Victory shall be mine. Oh, if I hold my peace. Oh. Shall be mine. Victory, victory shall be mine. I know that.
1: Would you give him a little praise before we leave? Be Thank him for your brothers. Thank him for your sisters. Thank you for the opportunity, Jesus. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the name. Thank you for the power. Thank you for a hope in heaven. Thank you that we're going to get out of the grave. Thank you, thank you, thank you. we got so much to praise Him for. We don't have any time for anything else. Uh, Just praise His name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. I would like for us to pray before we leave for all of our wonderful saints that are in nursing homes or senior homes or otherwise in a convalescent setting. Let's pray for all of them right now that the glory of the church they supported for years, that the spirit of truth is still rising. The tide is coming in on their prayers. Father, Now I thank you for every one of those people. They put tithe money into this church before many of us ever got here. They had the doors open. We walked in without much cost. Since then, you have blessed us and we have given shared our hearts and our money and our praise and we're today opening the door for the rest of our city in the name of jesus we're going to come to all of the people in our community hallelujah 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 I wish you'd pray for my wife. She's got a little bit of thing going in her body. I want you to stretch forth your hand and plead the blood of Jesus over her body. She's got a lot of people that are depending on her and she is responding regardless of her ill health. And it's not that bad because she's still moving. But let's pray that God will relieve her of that setting. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I bring the spirit of truth. I bring the spirit of the resurrection. I bring the spirit of the word. I bring the spirit of the blood. I bring it all to ho- hover over her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Could we clap our hands for knowing that the Lord has heard our prayer? Thank you, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. God bless you. Just know that you are loved by Pastor and his wife. And- we we got several little obligations going. And and I'm so thrilled about Brother Brad and Sister Jenna coming next weekend or weekend after next, whenever it is. And uh, they're going to do some great stuff. And we appreciate them. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a great night. Don't oversleep in the morning.